everyone this is nate falco here your host of the not church podcast so glad you are back and joining us or so glad uh that you're popping in for the first time i am pumped for today i'm pumped for the start of this kind of little mini series or segments we're doing um i think it's going to be super super exciting i want to throw a caveat out there First, before we get going, that as I always say, you totally should feel free to disagree with me. I think it's important that we just get conversations going. That is the whole point here of not churches. I have the microphone, I have a, a loud mouth, and and I have no problem embarrassing myself and and just getting conversations going. So that's, that's hopefully go home. Certainly not an expert. So this week, what we're going to talk about and start talking about is the bible now i know as soon as i said that some of you went oh and you just groaned so just so that we're all on the same page i want everyone that's listening whether you're driving whether you're working out right now i know it's going to be weird but i want us to all groan at the same time like like we're just disgusted so that we're all on the same page so all right on three no matter what you're doing i want you to go oh i can't believe we're talking about the bible all right ready one two three oh can't believe we're talking about the bible all right i know you didn't do it so i want you to do it for real okay all right right now do it okay i'm gonna trust you that you did it that second time for real don't lie to me no, I yeah, uh, I'm actually really excited about this. I think it's something to talk about, and and again, whether you believe in the Bible, whether you don't believe, you know, I I think it's totally fine, and I think you're gonna find this, hopefully entertaining, hopefully insightful, and hopefully start just some kind of conversations. And I think the reason we need to talk about it because increasingly I see people rejecting Christianity and rejecting Jesus because of something they've read in the Bible or something someone told them. That, that is in the Bible. And that makes sense, right? Like the Bible equals Christianity. So if you don't like something or you disagree with something or you discredit the Bible, then bam, you can reject Christianity, right? But I think we should be a little more honest. I think I think for most of us, it's probably more personal than that. Our rejection of the Bible and Christianity comes probably from personal stories. Or for some of us, it's just that we are on a happiness quest. I'll come back to the personal stories in a second, but the happiness quest, you know, that can sound shallow, and and I don't think we like to admit it, but it's the truth, and here's the thing, it's the truth for all of us, okay, it's the truth for me, it doesn't matter, it have anything to do with faith or religion or whatever, we we like doing the things that make us happy, I know eating a slice of pizza is going to make me happy, so I do it, alright, I'm not really, my gut reaction isn't to really think through the uh, the implications of the calories I'm going to take in or whatever. I just, it makes me happy. I'm going to do it. Now, we know that there's some things we need to sacrifice or pain we need to go through to achieve a bigger goal that we know will make us happy. But for the most part, we're on a happiness quest. And so I think for a lot of us, whether it's the version of Christianity we experienced or whatever, we just bumped into something that didn't make us happy. And so we were looking for a way to get out of it. And then we found things in the Bible we disagreed with. So we like, we're out. 
Now, some of us who we haven't rejected the Bible yet, I think we're still on a happiness quest and we found things that that make us happy and, and we make sure the Bible says that or, or we uh, ignore parts where maybe it rubs us the wrong way. I think that's totally something that we can do. Right. But then, like I said, others of us where it's personal stories like we've experienced pain. We've experienced somebody using the Bible to hate us or hurt us. And so we naturally reject it because we've experienced pain. So what does that have to do with the Bible? Why is that important? It's, it's important for us to see this because myself, all of us, we all have some bias in the lens that we read the Bible from. There are things that I already believe, I already think, and and I think and believe these things because they make me happy, or I at least think they make me happy. And so I'm going to read, I'm going to accept, and I'm going to reject the Bible to fit that narrative. Normally, you know, this is fine. This is a natural thing that we do probably with most other books. I mean, I think when we read other books, we see ourselves in characters. We see our, the lessons that the author is trying to teach us based on things that we already think and have experienced or things that we want to be challenged in areas of our lives that we are allowing to be open to, to challenge us. The problem is, is that we can't treat the Bible like any other book. It's, it's more of a library, and the reason reason I say that is that there's 66 books in there, and, and it's not like one person just sat down and wrote it. Context is something super important, I, I believe, and, and some people may agree or disagree with this, but I believe some parts aren't written for you. There are some parts that, that don't apply to us now. I think we still learn from them. I think they're important and valuable, and I love reading them. But I think context is important. I think you have to evaluate it differently because as we've talked about, and we can see how hard this is, that that we all have a motive, right? And so you need to evaluate what are your motives? What are you carrying into when you read this? Here's another one that makes it hard. It wasn't written in English, right? That's challenge is written in three different languages. And like I said, we already have in our minds things that we want to believe and see in there. So for the next couple of weeks, I want to share some stories that give us an intro to the Bible and the key storyline, because this is the thing that blows my mind, and this is the, the key thing. So if you zoned out of everything I have to say, and you're just listening to be polite, listen to this, because this is the key thing that blows my mind, and I want you to hear. What blows my mind is that there's one storyline through this library of books, okay? And what, what is crazy is that this library that we call the Bible was written over the span of about 1,500 years. So over 1,000 years is uh, from cover to cover, right? It had 40 different authors, 66 different books. is written in three languages on three continents and covers hundreds of topics. And the types of people that wrote the books were kings, okay? Some of them were uh, poor people, business owners, um, slave owners, slaves, okay, like there's so many different types of people that wrote the books of the Bible, okay, and so I want you to think about, again, how crazy this is, and and whether you believe in God, Jesus, or not, this is still something to think about, is that over the span of 1,500 years, all right, 40 different people wrote down things that have one common storyline okay that just seems 
next to impossible for me because I think sometimes we act like just one person wrote the Bible or that God wrote the Bible. But an important thing to understand is that the Bible is a collection of letters and books and just different writings and documents of people who sat down and wrote about things that they had experienced, okay? They were writing about, I went to school today and I saw this, okay? It's like those types of things, okay? Or here are things I have learned, okay? Like there's different types of genres that they wrote. But the point is, is that you have these 66 documents that all these different individuals wrote that when you put them together, there's one storyline, and that storyline covers the span of 1,500 years, okay? If I try to get just people in the span of a week to write from their different perspective, I don't know if we could formulate one storyline through it, okay? But the fact that 40 authors over over 1,500 years wrote 66 documents and it's one story, it's crazy to me. So as we go through this, you totally can think, I don't believe that, and that's totally fine. Because here's the thing, I'm not a Bible scholar, and I'm really just sharing with you kind of my story or my interaction with the Bible, because it's changed over the years. I'm going to give you some of that background in a second, so that I can just be transparent and honest about where I'm coming from when I look at this. But all of us, like I said, have a background, and so think about it, wrestle with it. Again, this is what not church is. Okay, you can think through these things for yourself and you can share them and disagree with me and that is totally fine. But mostly what I'm going to be doing is sharing where I'm currently at and it might change. Some parts of what I think and believe about the Bible have changed a ton over the years. I'm going to share some of that, but it may continue to change. Okay, who's to say that some things I think uh, won't change. I don't know, but I think that there is truth out there that is worth seeking and finding, and and that's why I want to share share that. So, as I said, you know, I'm a Christian. I come from a Christian family, and that word means so many different things now to different people. I don't know how to describe myself other than I believe the story of Jesus, which we'll talk about, and and I, and I believe in in the gospel story or the Jesus story or. Or whatever that means. So if that means something to you, then you have a relative idea. But but it's changed a ton. <laughs> and so I grew up going to, to pretty conservative churches, and and I learned a lot. I went to, you know, they had this thing when I was growing up called Sunday school, and so it's exactly what it sounded like. You would go before church each week. You'd go to Sunday school where you would learn different stories and how they were connected. And, you know, when you're younger, it's fun and stuff. But then as you get older, like, you're challenged to memorize things and all the kinds of things. It's, it's very interesting. But as I got older, I, I wrestled with, you know, do I really believe this stuff? And, and that's really where a lot of the change started happening is that I started diving into, do I really believe the Bible? Do I really, am I really a Christian? Because as I said, Christian means so many different things to different people. And and what I was stuck with is that I love the story of Jesus. I love the individual of Jesus. And I love my non-Christian friends. I love people that disagree with me. Yet there's, there's some people just growing up in church that like, they didn't understand how much I loved my non-Christian friends and they couldn't seem to accept my non-Christian friends. But then what was crazy to me is I would read stories in the Bible that that's what we were supposed to do. I shared last week about how we were supposed to love and care for people. And I was like, okay, let's do it. And I'd start doing it. And some 
times I would bump into Christians, people like me, people who say they believe the same thing I believe, and yet they weren't very loving. And that's kind of a crisis for me, because uh, because quickly what I learned is that sometimes religion can suck, like it can really hurt people. And I I never personally really experienced that until I started experiencing it secondhand through my friends. And so my context with the Bible has changed from being told, growing up super conservative, being told this is God's word and you need to believe it. Whatever's in here, you need to just do what it says because it's true. It's gone from that to really wrestling with it, understanding the context, understanding the history behind it, the language behind it, the culture behind it, and, and really trying to think through what does this mean for my life? But the thing I stayed central to is the story of Jesus. Now, that's me. You totally can have a completely different story, and that's fine. The only reason I share it mine is not so that you believe it, and I'm not trying to say that, but I share it so that as I start teaching and kind of talking about the Bible, so I'm not teaching, but just talking about the Bible, so you kind of have an idea of where I'm coming from, and, and you totally are going to have a different uh different take on that so i'm excited to do this because i do think personally i do think the bible has a lot to offer and i think that there's a lot we can learn and again one of the key mysteries of history for me is how is it that 40 different people over 1500 years wrote 66 books that all line up with one storyline it's crazy So I hope you join us next week for Not Church as we really start diving into the beginning or the middle, okay, depending on how you look at it. But as we start diving into the beginning of the Bible, I hope you join me for that. And in the meantime this week, I encourage you to just have some conversations with friends and just ask them if if they've ever read the Bible, they've ever, what they think about the Bible, and it might be like they think it's complete trash, or your friends do, or whatever. Uh, But that's a good conversation. What do you think about the Bible? How do you think it came about? All those things. Just what do you think about the Bible? Get that conversation rolling. And I'm so glad you guys are here. Peace.